0: Hi, this is Steve Erspringer. You are listening to Worshiping God God's Way. It's the podcast that talks about worship and what it means to this society that we live in. It's also a comparison study of what worship was at the beginning when God first created angels and they worshiped him and how it turned into an expression and experience on earth through the relationship that he had with the Hebrews and with the Israelites. And it's talking about what we call worship today and what it looked like in the Old Testament and New Testament, and really what God is saying about worship today. That's what this podcast is really about. And in this episode, we're looking at Judges 13. We've been going through the books of the Bible and checking out certain people like you know Moses and Aaron and Gideon and this is the next one it's a story of Manoah Manoah was a man who lived in a tribe called Zorah it sounds like an alien tribe it was kind of funny there's not a whole lot about them but his son who was not yet born was going to be Samson so Samson everybody knows him but they're not sure about who Manoah is And the story is pretty interesting because it's short, but it's to the point. Manoah has been married to his wife for a number of years, and she can't have a child. So an angel comes to her, and he says to her, Hey, God's going to give you a child, and this is what you need to know. You need to raise this child in a specific way because he's going to be a very special child. Manoah's wife comes to Manoah and says, Hey, I saw this angel. Guess what? I'm going to have a baby. And he goes, wow, that's amazing. He didn't have a problem with believing that, but he went to the Lord in prayer and he prayed and asked the Lord, can you send this guy back to me so he can teach me how to raise this boy? So he believes it's gonna happen, but he needs some more information. So the man comes back, but he meets with his wife the wife runs back to Manoah again and Manoah goes to the man and says, hey, I need, we need to talk basically, what's going on? So the man is known to be an angel and he tells Manoah, what he needs to do to raise the child in the right way. You know, a lot of us need lessons like that. Uh, you don't just automatically become a great parent. It takes time, it takes information, it takes a lot of patience, but you do. You can achieve it. Like Manoah is going to achieve this mission, he just wants to know how to do it. What Manoah does is, first he asks the man if he will stay and eat with him, but the angel says, I cannot eat but you can prepare an offering for the Lord. So the angel is saying, number one, I'm not God. You need to prepare an offering for him. You can't do that for me. And there is comments been made about angels saying that in scripture, you can't find where they eat. And that's probably a side note that angels probably don't eat. And he was saying that I can't eat with you, but you can offer this to God. Don't offer anything to me. Manoah also wants to know his name. And he wants to know this man's name because he says, I want to give you the honor you deserve when this word comes true. Manoah is saying, I want you to receive the recognition. I want you to receive the reward for the work that you've done. And it puts this angel in a predicament because number one, he is not going to take any credit for something the Lord is saying. The Lord gave him a word, he delivered it, but angels will not step into that holy place. They fear the Lord. People today think that honor is due to those who deliver the words from the Lord. You know, people start taking credit and receiving awards and are being honored because they've delivered something God has for someone else. And It's a little tricky because you should be aware of this, not critically, don't be critical of a person necessarily, but just be aware because the angel would not take any rewards. He declined to even tell him his name. He didn't want his name to be known. The angel rejects the offer. That doesn't shock me because God gets the glory. He gets the reward. His name is made known. We have to be careful that we don't take that reward or make our name larger than it should be. And this angel's really clear about that. Matter of fact, what he says is, why do you even want to know my name? It's beyond your understanding. And he kind of puts Manoah in a weird place saying, you know, even if I told you what my name was, you wouldn't get it. But then Manoah, what he does is he takes a young goat, he gets it all together with the grain offering, and he brings this sacrifice and he lays it on a rock before the Lord, which was common in those days, and he offers it to the Lord. And in verse 19 in this chapter, it says, The Lord did an amazing thing. While Manoah and his wife were standing there watching, the Lord brought a fire, a flame, and it was blazing, and it came down on the altar, and it consumed that offering, and the fire and the flames were rising upward. They were going up towards heaven. And the man who had been talking to Manoah, the angel, he entered the flame and he ascended in it up into heaven. Now seeing this, it says, Manoah and his wife, they fell on the ground on their faces and they began to worship. Now when Manoah got up, he realized that this was a very serious situation, that they had just done something before The presence of the Lord and he says you know we are all doomed to die he said to his wife we have seen God it's over for us this was way too much we shouldn't have done this and when you look at this in perspective worshipers sometimes have remorse why did I do that why did I fall down and bow down in the middle of this place in front of all these people I looked so stupid sometimes they think that it was this, this thing was wrong. I should have never done this. See, but Manoah didn't get the picture. He didn't understand what was going on. But his wife, she answered, she said, If the Lord had meant to kill us, he would not have accepted a burnt offering and a grain offering from our hands, nor shown us all these things that he told us about. And later on, the woman, it says, she gave birth to Samson. But this sounds simple, but it's really not, because what takes place is, This angel, this man standing there, when he is consumed in flame, you have to picture this. You have to picture a person standing in flame and the flames rising, he's twisting and turning and he's melting and he's going upwards towards heaven. Now that would cause people, actually, I know it would cause me to bow down on my face and worship the Lord. You know what had happened with Moses and Aaron in Deuteronomy that was a pretty incredible thing but this this is was a little larger and more intense than Moses and Aaron what happened to Manoah was a step up and God seems as you read scripture and you look at stories God seems to keep getting larger and larger And when you look at the story of David, and when he brings in the Ark of the Covenant, and we'll get to that, into Jerusalem, and God's presence is there, that's almost like a 3D experience. That's even larger than Manoah. The story of Solomon's temple, when God comes in and fills that temple, that's like opening the door to an IMAX theater, and it just hits you in the face, and that is even bigger. But the story of Jesus coming for the second time in the heavens above us, in the full sky spectacle, so to speak, that is going to be the biggest thing anyone has ever seen. Now, you know, when you talk about films today, we talk about movies, we go to see uh, movies that are just full of AI and special effects. And it seems to me that that's very competitive, that those film directors, are they're always trying to do the next biggest thing. The bigger thing, the better, and the, they, they just advertise it like, they say this is the greatest ever. Well, in December 15th, 1939, there was a movie that came out, and the poster stated, the most magnificent picture ever. And this movie was gone with the wind. And the people that saw that movie for the very first time, they saw this giant city burning, flames going up, and, and there was people running past. It was just incredibly scary and real-looking. Now, if you would have taken those people in that theater, and as soon as the movie was over, you would have started showing, for instance, Star Wars, or Jurassic Park, or even the Titanic, those people wouldn't have been able to handle that. They would have probably started screaming, they probably would have ran out the building, they probably would have called the police. You never know what they would have done because they weren't prepared for that kind of experience. What happens to Manoah is similar. He wasn't prepared for what was going to happen. His wife had never seen anything like it before. The the only thing they can do, the only response that they have is to fall down and begin to worship the Lord. And that's what they do. But for us today in this society, really what kind of experience would awe us to the point of bowing down on the ground and worshiping God? I go to a lot of services and the services have... This is what it looks like to me. They have pretty large platforms. They're pretty high. And if they have room, they'll make them really big so they have room for all the instruments, the drum cages, all the people are playing. And they space them out if they can. They have large screens up on the walls, two or three at a time. They have different colors that they're, that they're showing. Usually it's kind of a blue or a purple look with some mixture of white lights and they darken everything and they try to build this ambience, this, this look, this thing that says, this is awe, oh, God is awesome. That's what they're trying to say. Or They're following a trend really, but they're just trying to present something that it just makes them feel like, oh my gosh, this is awesome. We're so used to these effects to special effects and AI, we're so used to it, nothing surprises us. A man who's dressed like a spider climbing up a wall, who cares? I've seen it a million times. How about somebody with superhuman strength that picks up giant boulders and throws them across the ocean? That doesn't surprise me. The ability uh, to fly in an iron suit, I think that's very cool. That was, pretty, um, that was almost believable. I like that too. But shooting fire from the eyes of a person and melting a planet, now that doesn't surprise me. Deep space, defying gravity, the whole thing doesn't make any sense anymore because it's just, we're desensitized to it all. It looks cool, but ah, so what? That's kind of what it looks like to me at times. Well, that's sort of what happens to me when I go to a church service and I sit down and I watch. I'm thinking, are they trying to impress me? You know, when some churches one service we went to, they're blowing smoke everywhere, and it was an Easter service, and it was like, okay, you got smoke. I, I don't know. I've seen that in a lot of places, but so what? I'm not I'm not getting this. And and the thing is, they're calling all of that worship. And I'm not saying to be critical. I'm just saying the truth is this is what society's saying. But I can say this, and I know this to be true. When Jesus comes back and we see him in the clouds descending, that is not going to be just AI or special effects. It's not just gonna be held within a small theater. It's gonna be in the expanse of sky. The world is going to see it all at the same time. And Romans 11, it says, Every knee is going to bow at that awesomeness. Everything is going to stop and people are going to fall down and worship in the shock of seeing something that amazing for the first time. And that's going to be much more than any incredible AI or special effects, more than lights flashing and smoke flowing and everything being dark and loud and and full of pictures of people. You know, it's more exciting than going to any movie like Star Wars or Jurassic Park for the first time. When the Lord returns on that day, that box office of life is going to be standing room only until they all bow like Manoah and his wife and they worship before Jesus for the very first time without any special effects.